0: Soundstrap.
1: I can't accept the loss, I'm hard-headed. There's a little bit of madness to my method. Many falling off that fine line that I'm treading. I risk anything to be great and I'm not letting nobody rob me of my victory.
0: Number one, that's what I'm meant to be. By any means, only thing that makes
1: sense to me I can make nice or make Hello, history I got the that
0: touchdowns. Talking football. This is episode number 7 for week 7 of the 2023-24 NFL season I'm Kevin, I'm here with Wade and Keith How you guys doing?
2: I'm doing much better than the team I cheer for I honestly think there's a better chance of me scoring a touchdown Than the Patriots this weekend
3: I'm doing good, Kev Although my 49ers did lose to the Cleveland Browns this week you know, all that talking them up last week and how bad the Cowboys were, I think it came back to haunt me a little bit this week. So, Eaton crow, but how you doing?
0: Yeah, you know, I can't complain. Detroit Detroit pulled out a big win, a monster win against Tampa. You know what that is, right, guys? You know what the sound of that win was? I just want to put it out there. That's first place. That's first place, guys. Detroit, have you ever heard that before? You know, in my in my life as a Lions fan, I have never heard that before, so I will soak it in this week. And hopefully we can uh, keep that uh, routine going here. I was I was two and two this week. Your Niners did me in, and Seattle did they ever make me upset? They could have won that game, but nonetheless, two and two. How'd you guys do last week?
2: You know the saying: you win some and you lose some. I did both. I went two and two. Not going to discuss my overall record.
3: At least you got two wins, unlike your Oilers, Wade. I like that your record's better than the Oilers. I was four and all oh boys, so uh, that brings me to nineteen and five overall for the season. I don't know. I I might just uh, get my labradoodle to pick uh, some games here coming up. I got that much of a spread on you guys. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'd also be remiss if I didn't send a shout out to Richie Johnson, our transportation general vice president, who came on the show last week and absolutely did a great job. Richie uh, ended up uh, one and two. So our guests on the season so far are 9 and 10, but he's welcome back any day to Trash the Cowboys. Let's see what this week brings.
2: (laughs) Each week of the NFL season, we have a different guest where we'll talk about what's going on in their world. And then we'll give our uh, picks for the upcoming slate of NFL games. And as always, to keep up to date with what's coming up and to look at our year-to-date record, be sure to like our Takeoffs and Touchdown Facebook page. I hope you enjoy the episode and let's get straight into
3: it. We have a very special guest joining us today from Guide Dogs of America, Zach Gitlin.
1: How you doing, Zach? I'm doing great. Thank you guys so much for having me and thank you for organizing this whole thing. This is this is a fun one for, for Guide Dogs of America.
3: We are stoked to have you here. You know, our pool, we've been trying to raise some money for Guide Dogs of America and we're going to go out to our locals and hopefully try to encourage them to make some donations. So why don't you tell us what's going on this week at Guide Dogs of America?
1: So for the membership that doesn't know what Guide Dogs of America does, we're the machinist charity of choice, and we partner service dogs with individuals with disabilities. It was founded by a machinist member, Joseph Jones, who lost his vision at 57. And when he went to get a guide dog, they told him he was too old. And this was in the 1940s, mind you. And so he started a school of his own, and he asked the machinist to sponsor him and support him. And that's why... The machinists see so many different fundraisers throughout the year, supporting guide dogs as he went around the country and said, hey, guys, you know, this is a cause that really matters and we're your charity of choice. And so today in the, in, 20, in the year 2023 at Guide Dogs of America, we're still living up his mission. We're still providing guide dogs to people that are blind and visually impaired. There's no cost associated whatsoever. So when somebody needs a dog that is going to change their lives, the dog is going to give them freedom, confidence, independence to go where they want to go and do what they want to do. We take care of the entire thing. And we do that with funds raised by the machinists. So flights are provided for free. They stay on our, <clears throat> at our dorms. We give them three square meals a day, and we give them all the training they need to have the confidence to do what they need to do. And furthermore, as of 2020, we merged with a group called Tender Loving Canines, which means that we now provide service dogs to veterans with PTSD, children with autism, and we also place dogs in facilities like hospitals, schools, courtrooms, police departments, and expanding our mission me- means a lot, you know, it means that we have a lot of people that we're now responsible for and there's a lot more people that really need our services, and it's pretty incredible to watch. It's it's incredible to have a veteran come in that has given so much and they've returned to their country or their home, and they don't have the, the freedoms that they fought so hard for because their PTSD is limiting them from leaving the house. It's incredible to watch a child with autism who is really struggling to develop in life get one of our dogs, and now all of a sudden they're able to go to school, they're able to make friends, they're able to um, have a more normal life than They might have had without one, and then the facility dogs are, are once again to use the word incredible. They're fascinating because they help so many different individuals. You know, we place a dog in a courtroom, and we have the district attorney telling us, you know, look, this child that I needed to get a statement out of, that was just so worked up and so traumatized that I couldn't get anything out of them. I bring this dog into the room, and all of a sudden the kid opens up, and the kid's able to give me. The statement that i need and now i can get the conviction that is so rightfully due so we've got a lot going on at guide dogs this year we've partnered 57 new teams which is a, an outstanding number that's more than we've done in the last i think five years and that's all because of the work that that folks like you do rolling into this next month we have our Vegas. it's the william w wimpensinger charity banquet it's named after the former i am president and that's in Las Vegas. And there's a golf tournament, there's a skeet shoot. There's a we're doing axe throwing and go-karting. So if your local districts or lodges have the funds, come on out. We'd love to have you. It's a great event. It's it's really meant it's really our thank you to folks like yourself, folks that fundraise for us all year round to say, Hey, you know, you know what? This is your weekend. We appreciate so much what you guys have done. Let's celebrate all of this goodwill together. And then from there, we're ending into we're heading into the end of the year. So we have our end of year giving, which is the Holidays of Hope fundraiser, which we're trying to raise money to you know support more teams, and uh, that's a that's that's a lot. I, I want to say that's about it, but that's that's what we've got going on at, at Guide Dogs of America.
3: Wow, that's incredible. You know, we've had discussions here, you know, internally uh, with you know Kevin and Wade and I, where we've talked about the work that you guys do, and you know, it's it's just unbelievable, right? Uh, you know, us running this little podcast or the little pool, you know, it just doesn't seem enough, right? To, you know, you said it alone, 57 partners this year alone. That's 57 people that's lives have absolutely changed. And the work that you guys are doing are, you know, totally amazing. So can't thank you guys enough.
1: Yeah, he, huge let me add on that. that, you know. Yeah, let me add on that, that there's no such thing as too small. You know, it takes thousands of people. To make this thing happen, and everybody plays a part, and that's from my from my view, what is what is really cool about it. A quote that I use all the time from one of our graduates. He he was one of the first veterans to come through our program after the merger, and he said he was in he was taking his dog into the vet, and he saw volunteers lining up to raise the puppies, and he had just learned about what the I A M does and how many people help you know support this thing. He said. You know, it gives me so much solace at night when I think about the fact that there's thousands of individuals out there doing what they do, sacrificing their time, putting on fundraisers, taking time out of their day when there's a million other things they can do to make sure that I have a dog. And so there's no such thing as, you know, a little podcast. There's there's a million little fundraisers and all of that together is what makes this thing happen. So thank you guys.
2: No, honestly, Zach, thank you. The, the the work that the guys' dogs do is, is amazing. But you are on the air with a, a Pats, Lions, and a 49ers fan. Do you happen to have your own favorite NFL team?
1: So as we, we were talking about this a little bit before the podcast, and this is this is a new way of saying this for me, but unfortunately, I, I guess I, I've always said to people, unfortunately, I'm a Pats fan because people hated it. But these days, it's, not so fortunate to be a Pats fan. Times are times are a little different than than they were when I was growing up. But I can't complain.
2: Don't worry about it, Zach. We've we've had a good run.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, we're tanking for Caleb. Nah. <laughs> that run is that run <laughs> is now over, boys. <laughs> it's Lion season.
3: Living in the past.
2: We, we we've had twenty three years of winning, Kev. You've had what's. I, I can't even count how many years of losing the Lions. It's been about I've had, since so.
0: the uh, '90s, there when we had la- our last winning season. So, but well, I'll take it. I yeah. still
1: got the Celtics. <laughs> there you go.
3: He's got seven weeks of winning. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right.
2: As always, we are running a uh, pool through office pools, and we will be donating a portion of the proceeds to the Guide Dogs of America. We wanted to put our NFL knowledge to the test. And each week we'll be picking a game on a rotation. And this week, Zach will have the first three games, followed by myself. Then Kevin and Keith will be closing out the slate.
1: All right, Zach, you are up. So the first game I got here is Jacksonville minus one at New Orleans. Little, sh- all these all these picks were tough, but I've had Trevor Lawrence on my fantasy team for two years now, so I am going to roll with Jacksonville on the road in New Orleans. Don't don't love the pick. But got to take it, got to trust Trevor, got to trust that Jags defense, which I think is better than people think to get the job done on the road. The next one is Vegas minus three at Chicago. I'm taking Chicago plus three. I'm taking the points. I think it's Hoyer versus whatever guy Chicago's rolling out. It, It probably doesn't really matter. But plus three at home with two backup quarterbacks can give me the points. And then the last one is Cleveland minus two at Indy. God, another really honestly brutal one. My my gut, my quick reaction says that I'm taking Cleveland minus two because that defense has been just unbelievable this year. That you, I know, Keith, what they just did to your 49ers wasn't so kind, but I'm going to reverse myself and take Indianapolis plus two. I'll, I'll take the points with a team at home that I think is better than people think.
2: Thanks, Zach. Well, up next, I guess it's uh, me. My first game is uh... – the Buffalo Bills at my beloved New England Patriots. Uh, the Bills are favored by eight and a half. Uh, I don't even want to discuss the issues plaguing the the Pats right now. Uh, I don't care that it is a divisional game or even a home game for the Pats. It kills me to say it, but the Pats are going to be one and six after this week. Uh, I'm picking the Bills to easily cover the eight and a half. Uh, like I said earlier, there's a better chance of me scoring a touchdown this weekend than than the Pats. Uh, my next game is the Washington Commanders at the New York Giants. The Giants are favored by one and a half, I believe. The Giants had a tough game against the Bills, and it's not going to get any softer against their divisional rival the, in Washington. Hal uh, had a good game against the Falcons with three TDs to, to move the Commanders to 500. But that being said, this is a toss-up, and the 1.5 uh, is basically the home field advantage. Uh, uh, I honestly don't want to pick this game, so I'm going to like take the easy way out and basically pick the Giants with the 1.5 because of the home field advantage. Uh, it's kind of a, a weak play, but that that's what I'm going with. My next game is Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is favored by two and a half. The Bucs got stifled by Kev's lions while the Falcons lost to the commanders coming out of it. The winner of this game is going to have the inside track on the AFC South. I think the Bucks defense will be a little slow BJ Robinson, but I'm not sure the Bucks offense can generate any points anyways. Uh, but honestly, the Falcons are currently one and four against the spread, so I will hop aboard the the pirate ship at at home and take the Bucks to cover the, the the two and a half. And that's my three picks for this week.
0: All right, that means I'm up next. I have three games this week. I'll go in no particular order. So I'll start with Pittsburgh Steelers at the LA Rams. Rams are currently favored by two and a half. Steelers are coming off a bye week. They're currently three and two. You know, honestly, they need to figure out their rushing game. They are. Currently 31st in uh, total yards for offense, and their defense is 30th in uh, total yards allowed. They they struggled. They got, you know, some two wins that, you know, they maybe shouldn't have won. But ultimately, I think they're still trying to figure out their identity. So, but, you know, they're going into L.A. They're playing the Rams. You know, the Rams are coming off a win against Arizona. Easy, you know, an easier team to play, obviously. But the key the key component out of this is, is Matt Stafford. He's really coming back to life, you know, his football life. He's been playing some really good football. He's got Cooper Cup back. You know, they got a bit of a run game going. You look at their offense, their fifth in total yards, six in passing yards, and 12th in total points. So their offense, their offense is doing pretty good. So defense, you know, they're middle of the pack, but they still got Aaron Donald, you know, who's an absolute stud. So all in all, I'll take the Rams to cover the spread. Next one, I got Arizona at Seattle. Arizona continues to struggle. Dobbs, his play continues to decline. The rush threat is pretty non-existent with uh, Connor on injured, on injured reserve. And There's just not a lot of positives to say about that team right now. And then Seattle, like Seattle gave away that game last week. Their offense, you know, was struggling. They had a position where they could have kicked a field goal and then let their defense back on the field, which was dominating against Seattle or against Cincinnati, I apologize. And they chose to try and go for it on fourth and short. Not only did they do it once, they did it twice. They they literally gave the game away. Very sickened by that team. You know, if you've listened to the podcast, you know, I'm not a fan of Seattle. But with all that being said, Seattle's favored by seven and a half. And I just think Arizona is not, they're not up to the task of uh, playing good football right now. So I'll take Seattle to cover. Third game I got uh, Detroit at Baltimore. Baltimore favored by two and a half. You know, Baltimore's coming off a, a a big win overseas. They're currently four and two. Their team offense is uh, fifth on third downs. They got a their fifth in, in rushing, but twenty fourth in passing. Defense is second in passing and tenth uh, in rushing. You know they're facing a five and one first place Detroit Lions. So when you look at that, their offense, Detroit's offense is just they they're they're clicking so well together. They're third in total yards. Fourth in passing yards, eighth in rushing yards, fourth in point, and ninth and third down conversions. They got some studs in running backs, although we're gonna be missing Montgomery. Laporta has been nothing but a a stud. I'm on Ross St. Brown, you know, it's just he's clutch up the middle of the field. Defense, you know, they're they're eighth in points allowed, eighteenth in passing yards and first in rushing against the rush. So ninth in total points allowed. No, you know, the worries are is some of the injuries, but we're hoping to get Gibbs and Branch back this week. And with all that being said, I think I think it's a disservice to say that Detroit is not favored in this game. So I'll take Detroit to cover the spread. That's my three games.
3: Nice picking, Kev. It's noted that you've picked Seattle a couple weeks in a row here. After trashing them, you pick them. So I don't know what's up there.
0: I know I can't stand uh, it, Keith. I cannot stand taking them, but it's the <laughs> opponents they have.
3: Gotcha. Gotcha. My first game is Green Bay favored by half a point uh, at Denver. Green Bay's two and three. Denver's one and five. Packers are coming off a bye. I'm going to be quick. I'm picking Green Bay. Next game is Chargers at KC. KC's favored by five and a half. The amount of times Taylor Swift's going to be showing on television during this game is plus 10. So I don't know what you guys want to pick on that, but I'm, I'm sure it's going to be more than 10. I'm going over for sure on that. You know, the Chargers are coming off a tough one on Monday Night Football everybody knows what teams, how teams generally do after playing on Monday night football. But in saying that, the last couple of games here have just been by a field goal between the Chargers and KC. So I'm picking the Chargers. Although I think KC will win by a field goal, I'm still picking the Chargers. Next game I got is Miami at Philly. Philly's favored by a point and a half. Miami's five and one. Philly's five and one. This is the game of the week for sure. This is going to be a great game. I'm picking Miami to cover at the one and a half. I think Miami will win this game outright. Last game I got is 49ers versus the Minnesota Vikings on Monday night. 49ers are five and one. Uh, Vikes are two and four. 49ers are favored by six and a half. There's lots of questions going into this game. You know, the health of CMC, you know, is he going to play? Debo, is he going to play? You know, at the end of the day, I don't think it matters. Minnesota has lots and lots of injuries on their team. And the 49ers are are strong and are going to be looking for revenge after that loss against Cleveland. So I'll take the 49ers to cover the the six and a half.
0: Well, that's it from us this week. Look for our podcast around the middle of next week. Special thanks to the Guide Dogs of America, Zach, for coming on this week and giving us an update on all the critical work that they've been doing by the Guide Dogs of America. Thanks for everything you do, and uh, you're changing so many lives. If you're interested in joining our Office pools. Information can be found on the Takeoff and Touchdowns NFL Pick and Pool Facebook page. It's still not too late to join, and the proceeds are going to a great cause. And there are weekly prizes and office bragging rights.
3: With everything pool related, please play responsibly. We're in no way experts. Please don't take our picks to the bank.
2: And if you're interested in joining the IMAW, you can contact us through www.imaw.ca. And if you're interested in making a difference in someone's life, you can donate to the Guide Dogs of America. It's up on our Facebook page or through their website at www.guidedogsofamerica.org. Top right hand corner of the website is the donation tab.
3: Special shout out to G. Smith for our music today. Thanks for the download and thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of Takeoffs and Touchdowns Nation. We hope you enjoyed our podcast and we'll come back for week eight. Be kind and be safe.
0: I got that dog in me. Yeah. Turn me up.